Hi, and welcome back to the Ah Gaming Podcast, the podcast where two best friends talk about video games, retro nostalgia, and every single rail that we jump off of. My name is Stuart, and as always, I'm joined by the illustrious Eduardo. Hello, hello, hello. What's up? It's podcast night. It's podcast day. It is. It's exciting. I like it. I'm ready. Let's do this thing. Heck yeah. So... Man, so last episode went way longer than we expected on yep. the particular topic, which was Lies of P, which is a phenomenal game. Yep. Um, I ended up rolling credits on one of the endings over the weekend, so I've officially fully completed the game. Congrats. On one run through, so thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, I'll probably go through one more. Ooh, um, nice. There are a couple more endings and a couple other like secrets and stuff uh, that I missed out on. But other than that, like we said... My opinion did not change. It probably even got better from the last episode. But that game is phenomenal. Uh, it is definitely for me a contender of game of the year. No, it's no, you. No, you are um, correct. It's I'm I'm, so, I'm speechless. I can't even because it's such an amazing oh, game. Man, that you know, me, yeah. you know, it, Liza, it gets you. It gets me. No, I agree. I think it's a contender in my eyes. For me personally, a game of the year game. It's amazing. I haven't beat it yet. I'm I'm getting closer. Last time, as of when last recording, I was on chapter four. I'm on chapter six now. So I'm making progress. Yeah. Um, I'm at a part that has scary clowns, but it's okay. Oh, I hate um, that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll figure it out. We'll we'll get past them somehow. But it's it's fun. It. My goal is to hopefully try and beat it by maybe end of this week. We'll see. It depends on if I can stay alive. But I will uh, get it beat. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the endings. Curious to see what ending I'll get. Um, and then mm-hmm. I want, I'm excited to do another playthrough. It's it's been fun. It's awesome seeing just all the different posts online about the game and just kind of people's Definitely. progress and just what they're doing. So once again, oh, I'm finding new stuff all the time about that game. Like people mm-hmm. are finding new secrets, new weapon combinations, new ways to like beat bosses. I it's this game is getting better and better every day. Oh yeah, it's it's incredible. So like if you have not picked up a copy of the game. Go pick one up, or if you don't know if you want to pick it up, and if you have Xbox and you have Game Pass, you can play it that way. And then if you like, you can go pick up the game. That's that's what I'm doing right now is just through Game Pass, but I'm definitely going to go pick up the game. I just haven't done definitely. it yet. So yeah, go pick up the game if you haven't. It's it's worth it. It's worth every penny. It, get through the pain of it. It is a difficult game, very much so. But the storyline, just the, the atmosphere they've created, it is amazing after finishing the game i i even like it more than what i said in the podcast but we'll keep it at that if you want to hear a ton of lies of peace stuff and you haven't listened to the last episode listen to the last episode because we go really in depth as spoiler free as possible um but we talk about as much as we possibly can within an hour time span for lies of peace so you want to hear more content of it definitely listen there but hey man we're in a new month new month which new games which means October. So yeah. this is like, it's one of the the big months of the year too for video oh, yeah. games. It's What's, uh, what are you looking forward to the most this month? Um, everything. Uh, let's see, we got yeah, that's, that's Spider-Man's coming out this month, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so October 20th. Spider-Man, that's definitely one. Um, if I believe it comes out this month too. I need to check. I'm about to release date googling it right yeah uh, alan hey, Wake 2 excited oh, yeah, yeah. For that so i'd say right now those two are the ones that 
come to mind immediately that I'm very excited yep. for. Obviously, Spider-Man, too, because I just played it. And I know you just played Miles Morales, too, like not too long ago. So that's a big one. But I'd say those two right now, because those are ones that I'm just like, yes. So I yeah, I can't disagree there. Spider-Man 2 is my absolute most hyped game of mm-hmm. the year in general. Um, so it's definitely my top game of the month that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Super Mario Wonder also comes out on the same day. Yes. Uh, I might pick that one up later because that just sounds like a cool chill, Mm -hmm. you know, Mario 2D platformer. That'll be be Um, a fun game, I think, for uh, like we can get together, play it, maybe do a podcast over kind of what we've been doing. I don't know. Or just play it. Exactly. We'll see. There's. Yeah. I mean, that'd be an easy one. So, uh, but also this week, actually, uh, October 5th is the new Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, I I keep on forgetting about the Assassin's Creed. I'm excited for it because this one it does go back more to the root original yeah. roots of what Assassin's Creed was, I believe. If that's what you, I think that's what you've told me. Yep, absolutely. They're going back to they're they're getting away from the open world format and going back to kind of the the roots. Uh, still a big area, but smaller. Like I think it's like the 15 to 20 hour for the main story uh, time frame. So it's a lot less versus this open world 80 to 100 hours. Mm. Uh, from the last few games. So it's supposed to go back kind of to true to form. It looks really, really cool. I just yeah. haven't heard much about it. So it's kind of, you know, getting me a little nervous for it. But I do have it on pre-order. So yeah. I'm definitely planning on picking it up and playing it. Uh, I, I love Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Like, I've played them all for a while up until, I believe it was Revelations, where I really just started, like, eh, with the franchise. Like, it just started to lose its, yeah. you know, character. Yeah. And its identity. Um, I know there's some other good ones after that. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 wasn't for me. People love Black Flag. I just couldn't get into Black Flag. Um, it was too much. Yeah, I think. Like well, sailing and stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think Revelation was probably one of the last ones that I've played. I know one that I picked up one of the newer ones. It was uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. That's the one where it takes place in Egypt. That one yeah. was really cool. Um, I never beat it. Um, it's just yeah. it's massive. I got overwhelmed. That's the problem. They're I, just so big, and I heard they're great. And I own them. I've just never really played any of the last three. Yeah. Uh, just they're so massive. Yeah. No, it's it's really cool. Like I said, Origins is super cool. Like it's cool seeing like ancient Egypt. Also, I've always been fascinated with Egypt pyramids and stuff like that. I think it's really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just I never beat it. It's just I'd play it, I get overwhelmed, or it's just like. I don't know. It's just, no, it's almost too big that I'm like, I'm going to stop. I just, it's, I have no idea where to go. It's just too big of a game, I guess, but it was, it was cool. It was fun. I had lots of cool stuff, but yeah, no, the old original Assassin's Creed games are great. They're just, they're hard to beat. They're classics. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love that old format uh, and it got better and better. I, for me, I still think my favorite game in Assassin's Creed was Brotherhood, Mm. which I believe was the, third kind of in line um but i can still remember the cinematic trailer for assassin's creed 2 yeah yeah no it's which was phenomenal oh yeah no yeah the yeah i do remember that it was it was really good i think what really turned me on to assassin's creed as well is just i came from playing prince of persia and so playing those games i was like "Ooh, assassin's creed another game where you can like run on walls and do all this cool stuff Got me mm-hmm. excited, and yeah, so um, that's why I think I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed because it was just me coming from uh, Prince of Persia, which is a game that I love, and then coming to the yep. 
Assassin's Creed. I was like, this is really cool. It's like bigger. Yeah, it was kind of like Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'll have to I'll have to pick up the uh, the new Assassin's Creed. Or if I don't, you'll have to know. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm gonna play it over the weekend, so I'll I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, let me know because uh, I keep on forgetting that that game is a uh, is a thing uh, is a thing and about to yeah be available to everyone. So I'll pick <sighs> up maybe eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna nice, so. Looking forward to that one. Uh, and then another one, kind of just because I'm on the uh, the Souls-like kick right now mm-hmm. with Bloodborne and then Liza P. And then I want to get in the Elden Ring, but I might start that one like over the holiday yeah, time frame. That's probably a good uh, just by game. More time. Yeah, there's just too much going on, and Elden Ring needs like a lot of time. Yeah. It's uh, but the, the new Souls-like game, which is actually a remake of a 2014 game, Lords of the Fallen. Yeah, I've. I remember you telling me about it. I ne- I'll never. I never played the original Lords of the Fall. And I remember seeing it. I remember seeing trailers for it, but I never played it. So I, that's a game I'll have to probably pick up now, just because I've been playing Lies of P, and now I'm oh, yeah. not like, oh man, these games are amazing. So now I'm gonna have to probably pick that up. So it looks like a really cool game. I was I was doing some research and watching those videos over the weekend, and it's. One, they did, they wanted to go the Souls-like route and cater to that fan base. Mm-hmm. But they did, when I hear, made it easier. Like, the the health isn't as big. The parry windows are supposed to be a lot more generous. Uh, you have nine, I think, up to ten classes oh, wow. that you can choose from. So you can choose a lot of different play styles. Uh, you can do range. You can do magic. You can do, you know very quick attacks you can do kind of big tanky attacks so you have a lot of different styles you can choose from off the bat uh, but the other cool mechanic i can't remember the different realms but basically there's it, it almost pulls like a little bit of a, a ratchet and clank rift apart oh, no. uh, playbook nice. a little bit so there's basically a lamp you can get and it can show you between two different worlds you're in the world of the living is what the main game takes place in there's also a world of the dead and you can hop between the worlds But also, say if there's like, you know, a treasure or, you know, an objective or something on the other side and there's no way to get over there, you could pull out your lantern and there might be a bridge or a set of stairs or something in the the living or the the world of the dead that you can use and have your lamp out and walk those stairs if you can see it. That's cool. So it's kind of a cool mechanic. It is. So it seems like lots of opportunity for lots of secret hidden stuff in that game. So exploration will definitely be key to finding things so that because you can do the lamp where you can basically just see things like wherever you're pointing the lamp at in the world of the living Mm -hmm. but then you can also jump into the world of the dead and apparently i can't remember what it is but there is a consequence more of a consequence if you die in the world of the dead than if you die in the world of the living Uh, i think you lose more of your whatever they call their echoes or Mm -hmm. souls or whatever um i know there's some consequences there but I was, I mean, the gameplay looks great. Uh, the other thing, I think we were talking about it the other day on the podcast too, was it is in Unreal Engine 5 also. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's a gorgeous looking oh, game. Oh, yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to watch some, some stuff on it. Like, yeah. I haven't watched anything on it. Um, Cause I just remember, I think you told me just the other day, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this game. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that. That's a, that's a thing. Cause I never played Lords of the Fallen. I just remember seeing it when it was coming out way back yeah. in the day. But, I'll definitely have to watch this. So maybe after the podcast, I'll get on YouTube or whatever and 
and see yeah definitely stuff on it there's some really good first impression videos out there uh they get really in depth with the gameplay and kind of the different mechanics and story and all that but the original one i barely remember it too but i was watching a little bit about it 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 kind of flopped it, it was okay so this is the same studio is i think running it with another studio okay so they've got like a lot more backing on this one they changed a lot of the story the mechanics the gameplay so it i as far as I know, it's kind of more of a redo of the series versus like a true sequel. Okay. So, or prequel or anything. So just trying to revitalize it, seeing yeah, seeing what they can do. That's cool. Like, you know, sometimes yep. you just gotta give a game another shot. Just gotta push it up, you know, and do some things and, and see what happens. But I know yeah. that's awesome. I'll I'll definitely have to check it out, see some stuff on the game. Yep. Yeah. So that one definitely got me hyped. So that might get a pickup. Uh, but I mean, nothing's getting in the way of Spider-Man Two. That's the main focus. Oh, so. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two is the main focus. That's it. Looks amazing. Looks amazing. I saw that. Uh, was it Reebok? I don't know. One of the shoe companies made some shoes that's based on the new Spider-Man game. They look really cool. So, like, you've got the bottom of the shoe is supposed it's black and it looks like Venom, and it's kind of like creeping up towards the top of the shoe. So, like, it's transforming into a venom type shoe it's really cool so it's like the spider-man on the top half but then you have it looks like venom and the symbiote's kind of like covering up and taking the shoe over so it's pretty cool i'll have to show yeah. you a picture of it i'm like I want yeah i haven't seen it. let's see while you're talking i'm gonna try and find a picture of it spider-man to is a Re- reebok shoe i'm just having shoe in my pop-up yeah, uh, that's definitely like that's kids' shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Man to uh, let's nope, do that's not video it. game shoes. Shoe is that no, I'm not, I'm not having any luck. I don't remember. Oh, wait, is this them? Oh, yeah, this is them. I'll send you a screenshot right quick. They look pretty cool. I would definitely buy them because why not? Okay, so I just sent it to you, so you should be getting the picture here any second. Oh, and it's Adidas, not Reebok, so I don't know. I don't know my shoe companies too well. I obviously don't spend... Oh, that's the same thing. Yeah, same thing, yeah. I don't spend money on clothes. I spend money on video games and food, because that's what's important. Oh, yeah, that's the only things I spend money on. Yeah, like, if I have to spend $300 on clothes, I'm like, uh, do I really want to do that? But if you put video... Because uh, it's Spider-Man <laughs> Reeboks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's fun. Yeah, okay, you should be you should be getting the picture now here in a second. Uh, let's see. I think it just came in. There it is. Let's see. Oh, those are pretty sick. Yeah. So... That's them. They look pretty cool. We'll, we'll throw a picture up on the Instagram during our uh, our podcast post. Yeah, just so you can. See. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's what really, really talking cool. about. Yeah, so you know, I don't know how much they cost, but if you want some Spider Man shoes to wear while you're playing Spider Man, mm-hmm. you might as well do it while you're using that's a Spider Man controller. Heck yeah! On your Spider Man PlayStation. Oh, don't talk to me about that. While wearing a Spider Man mask and Spider Man underwear. Oh. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely. the only way to play it. Oh, yeah. I still, I mean, I still fit in my uh, 
you know, 90s Spider-Man underwear oh, from Walmart, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That too. yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like, if it's still, yeah. it's, if it's still comfy, then you, even if it doesn't fit too well, you know. No, it's not comfy. Oh, no. It's okay. Like. It's fun. It's okay. Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, that's going to be a fun game. I'm excited for that one, but that's definitely my most hyped. Yes. Uh, but super excited for uh, for Assassin's Creed, uh, for Alan Wake 2 especially. I mean, that game, that was a huge, like, just crazy good game back in when it released, 2010. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it blew my mind then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm super excited to see, because they have put, as far as I can tell, with the gameplay footage and the stuff they've presented to us, they've put so much into this game. Oh, yeah. It looks incredible. Like, it's crazy that we're getting Alan Wake too, and like it's just, oh, I know. it's like we're back in college with all these games mm-hmm. and just all this stuff. Like it's definitely such a great game. I remember playing that game at three in the morning, and I was so mm-hmm. paranoid and creeped out going to bed. Worth it. Yep. And I think it's going to be even creepier. Oh yeah, it uh, the original. Yeah, no, I'll I'll probably you know if I can I'll probably try and play it at three in the morning so I can creep myself Ooh. out again relive the old days dark in there oh yeah yeah except last time i was playing it i was by myself because uh you were out of town and then our old roommate was out of town too so it was just me so and i think um and i I think it was me and kratos your your dog all right yeah yeah. Yeah, it was just uh so uh kratos protected me hey yeah (laughs) he does that yeah He's the god of war. He's so. the god of war. So he protected me from all the evil <laughs> things in Alan Wake. Oh, definitely. And all the knowing that dog, he probably hid under the couch more than you did. Oh yeah, no, he definitely probably would hide underneath the couch and be like, "You're on your own." <laughs> yeah, sorry, nope, I'm scared. Yeah, he'll he'll go hide, maybe poop in a circle, and then that's about it. <laughs> uh, yep, exactly. But uh, well, great games. Super excited for October. Uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about on Mm-mm. the podcast. So definitely look forward to that. Um, hopefully you listen to some of the episodes coming up because there's going to be a lot of new game content going on there. Oh so. yeah. I'm excited. Man, so let's, uh, let's, let's turn the clocks back a little bit. If I could turn and, uh, that time. Oh. Oh, I thought we were jamming. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I got, sometimes you just got to sing a little share, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with Cher. Nothing wrong with Cher. She has some bangers out there, so. Oh, no, that's a banger for sure. Yeah, 100%. No one's going to know that song. Yeah, no. If you do, then you've got problems. Exactly. But we're going to keep turning back time. And we're going to go to a retro time. Retro retro games were new. And then we're going to go to the present and go to a convention where we go back in time to retro games. yeah. Yeah. So we went to a convention about two weeks ago for the recording of this podcast mm-hmm. called Retropalooza in the Dallas, Texas area. And there's so many different retro game conventions that are out there that happen all the time, big, small, all over the country, all year round. Yeah, they come in all uh, We've gone to Retropalooza ones a few times, but there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. Except. The part where I almost did take us to the wrong convention that day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that happened. We were, so I had all the tickets purchased and I had everything ready and it was on the website showed the same location that was the previous year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. It's only, you know, a short drive um, 
to the convention from where we're at. Yeah. And then that day, Ed is like, oh, no, it's actually here. And it's a 50-minute drive out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess it changed or whatever. So I ended up, thankfully, looking the night before at like 1 in the morning <laughs> and looked. And I was like, no, it's in the same location. And you ended up looking at, what what was the name of it? It was like, like it was something retro. It was something retro something. Yeah, it started with retro. Both started with retro. It was like retro con, I don't know, retro something. Something. And yeah. And I was like, this is the wrong one. He's like, no, no, I promise. And looks it up. He's like, oh yeah, that's the wrong convention. Yeah, good, good thing. And I was like, oh, good thing I looked. <laughs> yeah, good thing you looked. Because if not, we were about to make a 50 minute drive to the wrong convention. And then after turn around yep. to drive 50 minutes back to the right convention. Um, but absolutely. The other convention looked cool too. I think the other one was, I think he found out it was more just like retro toy convention instead of retro yeah, as far game, as I knew. which still awesome. Still would have been cool. Yeah. But I still love retro toys. Yeah, but Retro Palooza, it's it's a cool convention. So if you're ever wanting a good convention to go to, Retro Palooza in the DFW area, it's a it's a great convention. They've got lots of cool stuff, which we will be talking about here in a second. Absolutely. Yeah, we've been we go to two every year. Uh there's one in the Houston area in the spring and the one in the DFW or Dallas Fort Worth area uh in the fall. Uh, and they're all kind of the same format. I mean, you go in, there's a bunch of vendors selling so many cool things. And we'll talk about some of our you know, favorite purchases as well as things that we saw that we didn't purchase because we'd have to, you know, sell our house and our wives yep. and everything else we own to yep. purchase them. Yep. Um, cool stuff. Uh, they have retro video game tournaments. They have different, you know, retro game YouTubers and uh, cosplayers and voices and all that. So it's a really cool convention. They're smaller. Uh, if you've been to a Comic-Con, they're definitely smaller than those, but they're a lot of fun. It's a cool community. Uh, a lot of really cool vendors and a lot of really cool stuff that you see as well. Oh, yeah. Um, all over. You get you know, games that are thousands and thousands of dollars that people will bring or just some random merchandise and memorabilia um, or display signs, or even, you know, redos of old games, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it, it's a really cool time. But I mean, I'll have you talk a little bit about it and say kind of some of your highlights and uh, maybe some of your favorite pickups or things that you saw. Yeah, no, like you said, I think the the retro conventions, I think they're just, they're a lot of fun. It's just a, a great way to go and just, I don't know, relive your childhood almost just going to these yeah. things, just seeing all these old toys old video games and new stuff too but it just going to these places with other people that appreciate the same thing you do it's 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 a cool it's such a great time um but as far as highlights i think for this convention man um it's tough there's lots of good stuff um let's see i think toys i did get a 3ds which was really cool but Mm. Um, I think one of my maybe highlight pickups that I thought was really cool was the, I believe it was the Cyclops that was still, yeah, it was Cyclops that was still oh, in yeah. that box um, that was still packaged. Cool. For, it was like 30 bucks. And then like down the booth, like three booths down, there was the same toy, but he wasn't complete in box. And I think it was like almost the same price or something. I was like, no, I'm going to go back and get the other one, which I'm glad I did because um, it was one of those that I was actually surprised that Cyclops was still there. But it's really cool. It's got that 90s packaging that is very unique to that time frame. 
So I'd say that's one of that was one of my highlights. And then also I really did enjoy getting that little uh um action figure of the mask. That was like Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, that I spent for like I think it was like two, three bucks. Yeah, it was three bucks. Three bucks. Yeah. It's really cool. It's uh like the one his eyeballs can pop out and his face kind of comes off. Really cool. Three bucks and it's in really nice condition. That was a cool little pickup. Um so I'd say those two were some of my favorite pickups from from the convention nice yeah what about you they had so much cool stuff yes it's a retro video game convention but there's also booths that have tons of toys and like vendor displays and comic books and anything like the retro like nerdy spectrum Mm -hmm. you can find it now the focus is video games but they have so much other stuff like I honestly think I bought more other things than I did video games of this. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I, it's, I remember the, I think other, the past conventions we've gone to is more video game heavy when on the stuff that we Mm -hmm. bought. But this year we bought, obviously we bought video games, but I think it was more, yeah, toys, action figures was more of the thing that we ended up coming out with this year. Oh, definitely. Which was, but got some really cool games. Oh, yeah. So I think for me, one of the highlight booths was the the premium edition games booth oh yeah <laughs> that, was that cool. one was awesome so if you're not familiar with them it's kind of the same lines with like a limited run games they do like indie digital only games and make physical editions of them um, typically for switch but they also have them for other consoles uh, but most of them are for nintendo switch and it's all these just awesome indie games and they do a really good job. Like, one, the packaging, they actually include manuals. They have nice cover sleeves over them. They'll include different you know, cards or stickers or whatever. And it feels like a really cool, complete edition. And then they also do collector's editions, which have even more. So the thought and the artwork and everything that goes into them, one, is just awesome, especially if you're you know, a big physical video game collecting type of person. Um, but there, there's a couple of games that we've picked up that we thought were super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that we had a ton of fun, we ended up loading it up and played for hours uh, uh, after yeah. the convention. It's called Super Blood Hockey. It was amazing. And it's, <laughs> it's so awesome. It's done in like this, like, I would say even like a 16-bit style. Mm-hmm. And it's a hockey game. But imagine if you take hockey and you take NFL Blitz and you ramp up the maturity of it. Yeah, it's and the the violence. It's hockey. It's a sixteen bit hockey game on steroids, literally. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, literally. If you do the uh, um, franchise mode, you can actually give your guys steroids and other supplements and drugs, and they have different effects on your team, uh, which is crazy. And then, like, we're playing, and if you end up hitting one guy a bunch of times and start whacking them, then a huge brawl fight will come out. Mm-hmm. And whoever, whatever team wins the brawl fight ends up getting an advantage. And I think the advantage is you have one person more for like 30 yeah, seconds. Or yeah, yeah. Which, uh, but it's just like all the 16-bit blood flying everywhere. It is so funny. Oh, yeah, we spent, I don't know how many hours just as while we were waiting before we went out. When we got back, we loaded it up, played it before dinner because we had nothing else to do. And we sat there for mm-hmm. hours just laughing and playing the entire time. It was so much fun. Uh, we yeah. were both terrible at it. it. It was hard. And we were on easy. And it was difficult on easy. So I don't can't even imagine <laughs> what hard's like or whatever no. they call it. But 
it is a lot of fun. Like I didn't know a, a, a game like that could be that much fun, like a hockey game like that. It was awesome. I'm curious to see what franchise mode, because obviously franchise mode has more options on what you can do since you can like give your players steroids and all these things and the multiplayer it didn't, but exactly. you could still do all the brawling and fighting and stuff, which was really cool. So yeah, we'll definitely have to pick up our, we get together, play that game again. Cause it was a lot of fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. I didn't even try to do any single player stuff. Uh, Cause as soon as I got back, Liza Pete came out. Oh yeah. So no, you got to do Liza Pete. Yeah. Priorities. Exactly. Priorities. But- but I mean, it's it was such a cool game. Like it's it's one of those games where I mean, we talk about all these amazing AAA games and all these games we like that had even retro games that had crazy production values for the time. Mm-hmm. These big studios and all this. But there's something about just a really fun game that doesn't take itself seriously that you can just load in and immediately we're having fun. We don't know the controls. No, nope. we don't know anything about the game yet. We don't know what's going on. We literally bought it because the cover art is freaking awesome. Yeah. And we're like, oh, this sounds fun. Like, why not? And loaded it up, and we had a blast playing it. Like, it kind of took us back to the old days of, you know, you're going over to a friend's house, and you load up that game that they really like or the game you picked up at Blockbuster, Mm -hmm. and you throw it in, and you just start, like, you, you get sucked into it. Oh, yeah. No. That, that's basically what happened yeah that that's it we were like literally just like 10 year old kids just sitting on the couch eating oh, chips yeah. and snacks <laughs> playing <laughs> video. screaming at the tv, at the TV. <laughs> so yeah we did that and then after um we ended up because we also both i believe you picked it up too we picked up a game I called too. Ra- yep. yeah raji i think i'm saying that yeah. right um we had no idea what it was about but the guy told us because we asked about it because the artwork looked cool too and it's a uh, it's a almost like a has a god of war feel to it, but it's like basically a Hindu India, yeah, Hindu god of war type game where you play this girl and you have to go like you know I can't remember the full story. I think you got to like save your brother it's or, like save your or something. I, I don't remember, but it's very god of war like in the in the yeah. play style. It it's really hard, but it's really fun. Um, I haven't beat it yet. I think I'm getting close. It's not that long of a game, but it was a cool pickup. The music's really cool. Um, I think they, he, the guy said the guy who composed the music is uh, is Hindu, so it, you can definitely hear that. So it's really authentic in the music and just everything is very... Um, it's, it's really cool. So it's like set in ancient India. Um, graphics are really pretty and it's got cool music. It's got some cool enemies. The fighting style, very much God of War. So if you like God of War, this would be a fun game to play, which we love God of War. It's an amazing game. So oh, I love it. Um, that was a good pickup too. Um, not not a mm-hmm. funny not a funny game where you're laughing, but uh, like oh no, no it's definitely more serious. <clears throat> yeah, this is more serious, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I remember, I can't remember what year. I think you were messing with the PlayStation Four controller because my wife was trying to fix it, so you were helping her out. Yep. But while you were doing that. I was playing the game and it took me like I died multiple times trying to fight like a horde of enemies. And I was like, yep, this is God of War. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. It, it plays like the the style of it is very similar to the PSP God of Wars. Mm-hmm. So like Chains of Olympus, um, where it's kind of like that. It's a third person action game, but that high view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the enemies are definitely brutal. Uh, the move sets are awesome. Mm-hmm. There's some super cool moves um there's one that like knocks enemies back where you can like spin on a pole mm-hmm. and knock an enemy back 
So there's a lot of really cool moves. And I mean, we just played the, the starting level uh, that day mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun. So I imagine that it's going to get better and better with more move sets and everything. But oh, yeah, it was a really cool pickup. It was one of those on like, hey, what's your best selling and favorite games here? Um, and Blood Hockey was already one we were going to pick up, but that was mm-hmm. mentioned. And then Raji, he said, was just an amazing game. And in our, you know, 30 minutes or so of playing, I, I, I definitely need to get into it. Mm-hmm. There's just too many games coming out right now. So, oh, yeah. Might be another, might be another uh, holiday time yeah. frame. Didn't you almost game, pick so. up, uh, what is it, Rain on My Parade or something? Because you're telling me where mm-hmm. you're like literally a cloud that just rains on, yep, rains on people. Yeah, I want to pick it up. Um, I'm actually on their site right now. They didn't have it in stock. They were out. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I, when I went, so I couldn't pick it up. But that's what I've been looking at for a while. And yeah, you're basically just a cloud and you go in different levels and you rain on people's parades. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. That's it. I mean, <laughs> people love it. I mean, it's a it's on Steam. You can get it digitally. And I think it has like overwhelmingly positive reviews. Like you wouldn't think that a game where you're literally a cloud raining on people would be fun. Like it just it sounds stupid because <laughs> it is, but for them to pull it off, like I know. I, would... I just that's what I love about indie games is it's you have these crazy ideas and these crazy thoughts on games that would not get produced by big studios, nope, right? They would trash it. <laughs> and then you get them in this like, yeah, they'd be like, no, nah, this is stupid. But you get them in these retro styles and you get these games that are just like, they take you back to that style of game, but they're just, they're just fun. Mm-hmm. They're just fun video games. They're not crazy difficult and having to learn patterns and having to get all the secrets and everything. They're just, a game where you can just turn your brain off and play a fun, retro-inspired video game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just super cool. And I really like that with the indie scene. Like, we've talked a lot about indie games here. and We love indie mm-hmm. games. And I think that's a lot of the appeal of it. Yep. Is it, it takes you back to that time, but it gives you the quality of life improvements yep. from you know, today. So, better graphics, better frame rates, you know, better controls updated stories, all that fun stuff. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, what these companies are doing, like premium edition, limited run, uh, I am eight bit. There's, there's a bunch of them that are taking these awesome, you know, digital only games and are giving, you know, the collectors who like physical media, something to collect. And they do a really good job at it. They're very good, very high quality additions, uh, no matter what you get, but just giving these indie developers another shot also. Where you're on a digital store, but we also have, you know, a physical game that you can pick up as well, which is really, really cool. Because I wouldn't have heard about any of these games without going to that booth and buying the physical yeah. editions. That was... Just because there's so many indie games out there. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's overwhelming how many indie games are out there. And there's there's lots of great ones and there's uh, lots of bad ones out there, too. So, um, but no, it was that was a cool booth, like going up there and then kind of him explaining all the different games and stuff. He definitely knew his stuff. is. But yeah, yeah, awesome booth. And there was a lot of amazing booths there. Like it, it's one of those you have to go up and down the aisles multiple times because every time you go down, oh. you'll just spot something new because it's just these booths are like packed with items. Like it's so easy to miss something. Crazy. Yeah, like you just have to go multiple times. So we get there pretty much when it opens, and we'll yep usually leave around evening. We'll probably spend a good. Mm, about good six, I'd say good six hours, yeah. six, seven hours. Good six hours, yeah. Yeah, just walking up and down, just finding different things. 
And it's to me one of the hardest parts of of the convention is when you first get there because you yeah. just there's so much stuff, but it's just one of those. It's like, ooh, that looks cool. And then it's like, do well, do I get it now or do I wait? Because there's just I might find something else that's cooler than that or something that else that I might want. So that that's always really hard. And that definitely happened to me. One of the booths, there was a I think it was a I think it was a some sort of what was it? oh it was Goldar. Uh, Goldar, right? Yeah. yeah, inbox. It was really cool looking. And I thought about getting it, but I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold off on it. And so went, came back to the booth. It was gone. Someone took it. I should have gotten it. Um, went right whenever I saw it, but it's okay. I ended up getting the Cyclops on that same booth. So it was, I still had a victory. Yeah. But that's definitely the hardest part is like you go there and especially, and a lot of time you're going there because you do collect mm -hmm. video games, toys, whatever. And you have a list of things that you're looking for to fill collections or, uh, and starting new collections or whatever it is. And then you go there and you see all this other amazingly cool stuff. Or, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. And I think that's a lot of the cool factor also is, I mean, <laughs> they're bringing stuff out that, I mean, I've never seen before or I haven't seen since I, you know, in 20 years uh, since I was a kid. So it's a really cool thing uh, that you have all these booths that have all these amazing curated collections that they're selling mm -hmm. uh, that are incredible. I think one for me, that was just, I still think about it was, and we've talked about this on, uh, I think one of our earlier podcasts, but one of my like first games on the PlayStation one was Blasto. That's funny that you're talking about. It Cause I literally just pulled up Blasto on my, oh, really? Yeah, cause I was about to like, if you weren't, I was about to like mention something uh -huh. to go into talk about Blasto, but no, you literally started speaking right as I was typing oh, in Blasto man. on Google. Nice. So we're on the same. So place. I found, so we went to this booth. And I'm walking by and I see this item. I turn to Ed and I'm like, holy crap, look at that. And it was a Blasto jacket. It was like a Letterman jacket. Red uh, on the front and back. Had a huge Blasto emblem on the back. Small one on the front chest. And then had like the black leather arms on each side. It was gorgeous. It was an amazing It condition. was amazing. And I asked the guy about it. And uh, apparently it was a uh, a jacket that they gave out to PlayStation employees during the time. So super rare. Not a lot of people had it. Uh, ended up not getting it because it was definitely out of my budget at $500 asking price. But that's kind of what a lot of those like special edition jackets that were employee only kind of cost. Mm -hmm. um, but I, it was so cool. Like it's something you never see. It might not see again. Yeah. Uh, it's just like no one hears a Blasto. No one talks about Blasto that much. And to see a jacket that was in amazing condition. By yeah, the way. It, it literally had just uh, been a jacket that's just been in someone's closet. Yeah. The the person they got it from, I think, was a PlayStation employee for like 20 something years and had all this cool stuff. And it was that was probably the coolest thing I saw there because mm -hmm. it's just it's stuff that you don't see. It's not like just, you know, a rare video game or something that's expensive. Like, that's something that never hit a retail store. It was never sold online. Like, y you had to be a select few of people that worked for PlayStation to be able to get something like mm -hmm. that. So, it's really cool to see uh, stuff like that. No, that was such a cool, that was such a cool find. 
Um, yeah, it took me a while at first. You're like, hey, do you see that? And I was like, uh, what the, what am I looking mm-hmm. at? There's so much. Uh, but finally, after a few seconds, I was like, oh, the jacket. And I was like, oh, that, yep. that is a blasto jacket. That is super cool. So, yeah, he went and talked to the guy and he told you kind of the history of the jacket. No, that was that was such a cool find. Um, yeah, obviously. That, I think that was the coolest thing I saw all mm-hmm. day. So, uh, like, it's just awesome. Yeah, I know. So, no, that was one of your coolest finds. But as far as pickups, I know because we asked what my highlight was. What was one of your big highlight pickups from purchasing stuff? Man, I think because uh, I've talked about it before, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the Thundercat stuff. So I've been trying to collect the Thundercats uh, original 1985 toy line um, and trying to get as many of those as possible. And they had a guy who was there that had really nice condition. Yeah. Um, had a couple of them that I needed and I was able to pick up a few of them at a really great reasonable price. Uh, definitely worked with us, yeah. which was great. Uh, the story. Appreciated, but they were in amazing condition. Uh, yeah. The uh, I was just gonna enter the the story on why they were really great condition was really hilarious. I'm probably not gonna say the story because I don't know how appropriate it is for the podcast, but it, the story was funny on why they were yeah. in great condition. <laughs> definitely, yeah. It it ended up working out in our <laughs> yeah. favor. Yeah, it but, worked in our favor. Um, definitely, but yeah, super cool booth. Uh, definitely added some stuff to the the Thundercats collection, which is growing and growing. Uh, it's getting hard to find stuff in the wild for Thundercats. Uh, so that was a really, really cool pickup that I enjoyed. I think the other one was the uh, that Carnage I got. Oh, yeah, that Carnage. That was a... Yeah, it was the same brand as the Cyclops you got. Yep. It was the big, like, I think it's the 10-inch statue mm-hmm. um, of Carnage. And that thing was really, really cool. Uh, ended up actually uh, picking that up from Retro Rick's booth. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that, and I was like, how much is that? Because that thing is the coolest toy I've seen uh and definitely pick that one up that was i, I love carnage I, yeah. I like the art style the look the feel like i just love everything about yeah, carnage, carnage so is I that was really one cool. of my favorite villains he's just crazy he's definitely. awesome he's just he's venom but like with more like swagger yeah and he if that if that's a word to use for it yeah swagger and also just venom has a i don't know like he has a conscience to an extent like but carnage he does not care if he's going to, Zero. to do something he's just going to do it and does he yep. need a reason to do it no he doesn't need a reason he's just going to do it because he is literally that crazy like and that's what i like about yep. him. he's but yeah that was a cool pickup uh the thundercats i think those are the big ones oh 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 no you got you got another good one i it's only the best deal of the day it was that uh that GameCube. Oh, that I was, forgot about that. That was a great deal. It was. Man. The dude had, I don't think, had any idea what he had because no, it was a steal. It was. Her. Yeah. And I tested everything and everything 100% oh, That's works. awesome. Like, perfect. Yeah. So basically, I got a GameCube and whoever owned it originally basically spray painted it gold to be like a Zelda GameCube, which is fine. I'm working on trying to strip all the gold off because there's some issues with it. But it was a GameCube that just needs a replacement spring. That's in great condition, by the way, uh, besides the replacement spring. The GameCube or the Game Boy Player, a WaveBird controller, which is their wireless controller, and a standard controller with all the cables for like 120 bucks. If you price all that stuff out individually, that's like 350 in deals. And I got to do a little work on it. I got to clean some stuff up. Um, 
I need to definitely wipe off some of the paint and get all that off. But once I put a little bit of TLC into it, I mean, everything works perfect. Uh, the insides are great. Uh, they're pretty clean for what they are. Uh, I mean, that was, yeah, it was an incredible deer, and he was just trying to get rid of it because of the paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, well, we saw that, and I was like, oh, man, that's super cool. Yeah, I remember you, you asking about it, because we were like, is this entire, is this is it everything? Do you just get everything for that price? And, yep, you sure did. You got everything for that yep. price. So that was. He was like, uh, I was like, you get everything in that bundle. He's like, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I was like, okay, here's my money. Yeah, okay. Don't tell me twice, because it's one of those, if you, <laughs> if you didn't get it, someone was going to pick it up. That was going to be oh, one of those. Yeah. It was going to go, you, like. I'm pretty sure if you had to pick sure. it up, the next person behind you would have picked it up. I think it would have been gone within the hour. Oh, yeah. That's one of those yeah. things. You, It's either you get it now or you're just going to miss out. So that was definitely a great steal, literally. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. That was a great deal that I found. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Everything works phenomenal. I was actually using the WaveBird controller the other day, playing a little bit, and it works perfectly. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the buttons are perfect. There's no stickiness. Uh, I it, great pickup yeah that's good to know because i because i've got i forgot to ask you if how if everything worked on it or not yeah. but now i know so i've got a report great. on it that's awesome there you go yeah that was a cool pickup yeah so it was i would say a very successful uh convention i forgot i did also sell to retro rick which was really cool it's not on like film or anything um he w- wasn't filming when i went up to him but um yeah i ended up buying a uh a ds yokai watch edition or something at a half price books and i think they were selling it for like 60 bucks i believe so and it was a few months ago and i bought it so i bought it i was trying to sell it on ebay um i just wasn't having any luck so finally i was like you know what i'm just gonna take it to the convention and and see if anyone will buy it so i saw retro rick because since he was there so i just went up to him told him about it he ended up buying it for less less than what i purchased i think he, i spent 60 he purchased it for 50 so i lost like 10 bucks on it but it's okay it's retro rick i we we love what he does he does he has an awesome channel and i mean he's a he's a such a nice guy like what you see is what you actually get like he really is a really nice guy so um he he bought it from me for 50 bucks and then i heard him say he's gonna just put it in his own personal collection because i guess he's been like looking for stuff like that ds is like special edition one so it's now part of his I think he's trying to collect all of them yeah so it's now part of his personal collection which is really cool so um hey i'll take the 50 bucks especially since it's going into his personal yeah. collections so it's going to someone who appreciates that type of stuff so that was that exactly. was a cool little moment for me was just like interacting with this this guy that we watch um so yeah shout out to retro rick and his crew there they're sure. awesome Oh, man yeah it was it was a really fun day like it they're always fun we always look forward to them yep. every year and then uh, uh they're always a lot of fun yeah and we're starting to uh, notice that the same people go to these conventions all the time when we were eating we're, oh yeah you're like i'm pretty sure that guy's been to all the other conventions we've gone to and i was like <laughs> um i think you are correct yep i think so i mean while we were sitting there eating our amazing convention oh, yeah. pizza hey for it being a convention pizza, it's not bad. And it's a you get a whole little pizza, bad. four slices, and they're good, decent sized slices. Like it's uh it's, it's good stringy cheese, like the pepperonis are big. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad little personal pizza yeah. for a convention. Yeah, I, so. I've had worse. Oh yeah, same. I've definitely had worse. So I <laughs> hey, and 
you know, you just need a quick little pick me up, a little, mm. a little Does pizza it. will do it. So yeah, that it hit the spot. It was it was delicious, and yeah. my little and my coke absolutely is a good time. It's a good time. I mean, that's the best part of convention is the uh, terrible convention food. So, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That pizza is definitely better. The one in Houston, the food was. Oh not yeah, good. they had some churros. I'm pretty sure those churros had been out since like the the last convention. They're just there. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were basically just like rocks. Like if you hit someone with it, I think they might have got a concussion. Oh yeah, no, those churros. I was like, oh, I don't, I'm good. I don't want those churros. Those churros, <laughs> get, those that. churros are gonna give me churro. And that's diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, ooh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Hey, the more you know. The more you know. If you want some good doo-doo butter, just eat some churros from the convention <laughs> in Houston. Uh, yep, that's how you do it. That's but, how you do it. Oh, man. But yeah, if you haven't been to a convention, definitely go to one. They're a lot of fun. If you're into the retro stuff, I mean, there's everything. Like we were saying, like I, I definitely purchased way more uh like toys and other things that i did video games um but there's boosts with everything mm-hmm. like some really really cool stuff so and there's definitely deals to be had people are there to work with you everybody there is super cool like the energy is great the vendors are awesome uh, a lot of the people there are super friendly so yeah. it's it's definitely a fun time uh i can't wait for even the, the next one in houston oh, next yeah. spring Oh yeah, so definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm ready for it, and uh, I'm sure we'll find other new conventions to go to. I know our goal is to go exactly. to the one in Austin that you told me about. It happens in July, and you yes. said it's the biggest retro convention and t- gaming retro convention in Texas. I believe I so. so. Yeah, um, we'll definitely have to try and make it to that one. So, uh, lots of conventions. <laughs> it's they're literally happening throughout the year. Um, I just mm-hmm. gotta make sure that I'm taking us to the right one. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, just make sure it's the right one. But yeah. I mean, every year there's more and more and more. I mean, this the whole retro game collecting nostalgia stuff. I mean, from you know COVID times has just spiked, mm-hmm. and I think it's really cool. I don't like all the price increases. Yeah, the price increase kind of stinks, but that's cool. but I love the fact that people are you know re recovering or finding their old collections in the attic. Mm-hmm. And sure, they're selling it for you know more money because it's inflated, but at least it's going to people that th- they see the value in it and do care about that. Oh yeah, and I think that's a cool thing. Is like whether you're into the retro collecting scene or you just find your collection, you you do sell it off at a convention or eBay or marketplace or wherever it is. You're at least getting those items to people who care about them and want to collect them, and they do bring back good memories for them. And I think that's a really cool thing about all of that is it's. Like we were talking, we were playing a game we've never played before that's retro-inspired that we just picked up, and we were having a blast and forgot about life for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the cool thing about the gaming, the retro games, and nostalgia, yeah, yeah. is it takes you back to that time, but then you just kind of like lose track of time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it takes you back to, to the good times. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that, which is the whole cool part about, you know, the retro and nostalgia. Oh, yeah. It's, it's collecting and uh, retro yeah, perspective it's, of it. It's it's definitely a cool thing just going to those conventions, purchasing that stuff. And also just like when you talk to those people, just kind of hearing their stories of why they this is important to them, just the memories that are attached to these video games or these toys. Like, it's really cool. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a great way to, you know, I guess to connect with people as well and just kind of hear their stories of, 
you know, oh yeah, this toy right here. I remember when I was a kid, I'd play with it while I was watching this TV show and it just sparks all these childhood memories that are just amazing. So it's, it's a cool experience. So yeah, it's a, it is keeping the past alive. Absolutely. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely go check one out if you haven't. Um, We'll post some of the stuff that we talked about as well on our Instagram page so you can see some pictures of it. We'll post some of the stuff that we picked up so you can kind of see, you know, kind of what it's about a little bit um, and some of the cool things that we picked up Mm -hmm. as well. But man, I think it's been a good episode. Yeah, Uh, it has been a good episode. I'm a little hungry here. So, uh, where are you going to go eat? Uh, I think we're going to make some burgers or something. Ooh. I don't know. I made some uh, breakfast tacos before the podcast. Ooh. It was delicious. Nice. Cooked up some onions, some taters, um, mm. sausage. and You got You have to put potatoes in You a, got to. Like, breakfast burrito or taco. You yeah, have to. You have to, and it's delicious. I know you, that's one of your, uh, is it your, one of your Christmas tradition meal type things yep. for breakfast? Yep. Breakfast burrito. Yep. Since I was like six, we make breakfast breakfast burritos every single christmas christmas morning so yeah i love breakfast burritos they're delicious they'll fill you up heck yeah yeah you make those big ones put a bunch of hash browns on it oh uh, yeah a couple eggs yep. some bacon mm. a little bit of sour cream Yum, it's a good time cheese. Mm. maybe some sausage in there it's if you're feeling yeah, a little, a little uh, sausage, sausage you know a little yeah a little whatever you want heck yeah a little hot sauce a little hot sauce mm. Man, that sounds good. Now. I know. I want I'm gonna get hungry again, and <laughs> I'm for uh, I'm for second yeah. dinner. I guess so, but I'm gonna sign off before I make you hungry and make me hungrier. So yeah, no, yeah, but it's okay. We'll be getting lots of good food also next week. So next weekend, absolutely, yeah, whenever. Yeah, so that'll be a fun. Time. Hey, shout out to the Texas State Fair. So yeah, go to the Texas State Fair if you want to lose eight years off your life. It's worth it. Eat all the fried food. So good. All the fried food. Yes. Delicious. Delicious. 100%. Well, I'll let you go so you can um, go eat some some burgers. Heck yeah. I'll let you go so you can figure out your second dinner. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll have to see what's in my fridge. Maybe I'll just warm up more burritos. I don't know. I still got uh, some uh, leftover burrito stuff. So oh, we'll see. I don't see an issue with that. Nope. I'm not, I'm not arguing, but awesome. Well, you got anything else before we sign off? Um... I do not. Just keep on gaming and uh, have fun. Live life. Absolutely. It's October. There's a ton of awesome games coming out. The holidays are coming. Go take your... Weather's getting a little bit cooler. Go take your spooky dookies because it's October. Oh, exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play play an awesome spooky game. Yeah. We might talk about like our favorite like, like horror game. On an episode, maybe like a Halloween episode or yeah, something. Yeah, that'd be fun. I gotta. Yeah, uh, I've got I got a few that I really. I've got, really a, like. I've got a few. Yeah, I thought of one immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, cool. Well, we got some ideas now too. Yeah. Anyways, thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time, peace out and game on. Peace. <laughs>